The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio. It's uh, January 28th, 12 noon, high noon. What an interesting concept. So today, hopefully you listened to the show last week. We're going to kind of pick it up a little bit this week. And it's going to be an interesting show this week. Um, sure wish I could hear what you guys were doing in the studio. But, you know, listen, everything doesn't work the way it works. And it works when it works. Sort of like the Biden administration. Uh, you're going to believe you lie in the ears or you're going to believe me. <clears throat> so... You know, I, I thought it was... Uh, Only at the beginning of the show, you know, I do that opening statement. But I'm not hearing anything from the studio, so I'm going to take it away from there. Go ah, for it, Mark. There we go. Are you A little bit delayed, but we can handle it. All right, so <clears throat> let's start it off. Me, 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 me. So we've crossed the line. We've run out of time. And the things that we do now will continue to create problems and how. For we can see what's going on and where Biden has gone wrong. Despite the media ignoring the rest of the government snoring, the issues at hand will completely begin to disband. The society we know will have nothing to show. Three more years of derangement syndrome shed a tear. So pull up to the window and watch the society disappear. Conquer and divide the country, they say. It's certainly not the fair or proper way. Since do, since when do we care what skin color you wear instead of the content of your character and the ideas in your head? What the media is claiming is like when the sun is out, but they tell you it's raining. The concept is so bold, and I don't believe what you are told. Are you going to believe what I say, or you're going to believe your lying eyes every day? The people who voted, they said were suppressed. Said buyers with remorse, many voters were dead. But who did you vote for with your rights so depressed? If you didn't vote for Joe Biden, then you were a racist in your head. Isn't it funny and isn't it cool that the guy that you voted for has started to drool? Joe's not sure where he is and about what he's talking, but he can't think that hard about it for he's just begun walking. I can fall up the stairs and be thought of as quick, as long as I don't answer anything, anything that could stick. I can't get two words out in quick succession, you know, but the word side salad will get cleaned up in the next show. Circle back, Saki. The election wasn't fair, the Democrats claim, but then Joe got elected, so it's not the same. So Democrats claim... That the voting rights bill must pass. Pass the bill right now so we can find out that it won't last. Voting rights are not under attack, but that won't stop the Democrats from coming back. Try, try, try again, they did say. It doesn't matter whether they cheat for as long as they play. Information is not right, and then exposed to the light they ignore. It wasn't fair. It's not too fair now. But the license to steal is in full force. When did it become acceptable to be incompetent and wrong? If conservatives don't wake up, 
it will be the liberals that are strong. If we don't start to fight, it will be wrong to be right. The border, free speech, the CRT that we teach, it's time to wake up and just stop this insanity. It's leading the U.S. into another calamity. We can close our eyes and pretend that nothing's wrong, but then we are just whistling past the graveyard while we are humming our own death song. If conservatives don't push back, there will be nothing left to do except try to find your electric car parking in front of the Looney Tune U. So keep listening to my show and tell Joe that he has to go, and the next time you go out, you won't have to deal a death blow about. So Now, a poet and don't know it. I'm telling you. <laughs> Dr. Seuss, we would have been banned from Twitter, Facebook, and Google. And Google, yes. I'm telling you. You know, uh, as we talk, then we, we all... Every one of our shows, we're talking about basically, and you can't hear me now, obviously. Yes, I can. Yeah, isn't that nice? Or I'm a really good lip reader. <laughs> no, you can't read that fast. Or maybe I'm that slow. But anyway, I liked your poem. It was very good. And uh, uh, when are you going to publish it? Well, it's just been published. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, you know, I've, I've done a lot. I know you're going to find this hard to believe, but a lot of thinking since our conversation, the, our conversations this week. And, uh, as I mentioned, we, we hit the same subject on many of our shows here. Uh, and it comes from one angle, maybe medical angle. One angle is political angle so forth and so on. But the bottom line question is, what do we do? And as you and I sort of brushed by the subject yesterday or last night, and I looked it up, and I think just like the gas pump, that's the only way we're going to get people's attentions and corporate attention. For instance, you know... Big LM and all these other uh, organizations. Oh, those are racist organizations. Yeah, all these other organizations. What do they do? They boycott or they threaten to boycott. I'm going to come with a thousand people and stand in your front door and not let anybody in. Well, we can do it economically, and that's to identify the people that are supporting woke and BLM and CRT and all the rest of them that are turning the greatest country in the world ever into a socialistic communist country. And you can go online. I was amazed. You can go online and just put in corporations that support woke. And, uh, you know, I, as I'm sitting here on my, Levi's, I think this may be the last pair of Levi's I ever buy. And I've worn Levi's since I was two years old. And that's 73 years worth of of buying Levi's. That's a lot of Levi's. That's a lot of Levi's. But uh, I'm going to go to a different brand and uh, forget Levi's. I, I can't support a corporation that supports gun control and other 
left-wing ideas uh, like Nike. And there are a number of other corporations. Like I said, you can go online and just Google who supports woke, and you'll be amazed at the number of folks. And, you know, if they support woke, and this is really driving all of us crazy, if they support woke, then they're also, in my opinion, some supporting all these cop shootings and cop killings. And, and supporting uh, the degradation of society. Yep. And I, I they're just. Killing the society. And they're killing how, the society, yes. How does it go, uh, build back better once you kill it? Yeah. They, they can't, you know, one of the things that I noticed this week, and there was some video uncovered that I saw of an August, uh, this year, of a secret flight that went into Westchester Airport in upstate New York. And that I found very disturbing. I really found that disturbing. And uh, the government has become a treasonous government. And that's a really hefty claim to make. It's a government gone wild. You know, and they have betrayed the American people. And what do I mean by that? Well, according to the definition of yourdictionary.com, betrayal is a violation of allegiance owed to one's sovereign state. Betrayal of one's country, specifically the U.S., as it declared in the Constitution, consisting only in levying war against the U.S. and giving aid and comfort to its enemies. And then it also goes on to treason is the act of betraying your country or betrayal of trust. When you reveal state secrets to an enemy or your country or an example of treason. This is an attempt currently what's going on is to overthrow this government inside the government. It's not the external. It's not white supremacists. It's not any of those people that they're talking about from the far right. They're not trying to overthrow the government. They're trying to bring the government back. Not that I support extreme, these extreme groups. That's not what I'm saying. You're missing the point. If you think that's what I'm saying, what I'm saying to you is, when your government lies to you, it's committing treason of the highest degree. I, I, I want to take you someplace else for one second, okay? Miami, maybe? <laughs> no, I can't afford that. But, <laughs> no, you know, just just as you were talking, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but as you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, you were making it sound very um, current. Very, that this is the first time that it, it, it's not. Our government, and this is, this is sad to say, but our government has always lied. You go back to the Indian affairs. Your country speak with forked tongue, you know, and we did. Our government lied to the Indians every way but Sunday. And I guess my question is, What's the matter in D.C. that they can't tell the truth? Well, it, it's it's just not D.C. It's the people you send to D.C. They come from all over the country. Yeah. I mean, but talk about, you know, you talked about the Indians. Elizabeth Warren claims she was a Cherokee. Yeah. Okay? You probably have more Cherokee than I do coming from Eastern Europe than she has. And in fact, I believe at one point Trump had a DNA test and he was more Cherokee than she was. 
So I, I just, what, what I find amazing is it's not the fact that they're lying to us. I understand what you're saying. The government has always lied to us. Okay. But not to the extent where they're seeing, it's not lying to us. It's doing things behind our back now. That's what I'm upset about. It's the lying. Okay. Everybody tells those little, they used to call them blue and white splinks. The little lies in between. Little white lies. That's it. But now they are out and out lying to us. We were told that these people were being ejected under Title 42. Okay. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Well, we're kind of over the pandemic. It's going to become an endemic at this point, I believe. But this pandemic was the root of everything. They shut down everything. The court systems, your restaurants, everything was shut down. You need more ID and more paperwork to get into a restaurant in New York City than you need to get on an airplane if you're an illegal alien. Okay. They can get on a plane. Don't you love the fact that they can get on the plane showing their their uh, arrest record? Yeah, their arrest warrant. Yeah, from ICE. I, I just I'm I am completely baffled by the lack of intelligence of our government. We don't vet them, we don't test them, and we fly them all over the place secretly at night. What do they think? And here's the here's the other problem: they're moving these people all over the country. Okay, presumably they're bringing them to maybe other family members who were here illegally. Okay, and now what happens? That community now has to absorb people who have no support mechanism, zero. So you had kids in school. Well, in some states they're in school, something that they're not. Kids in school. You had a classroom of 15 kids. Now you got a class of 30 kids. And now you have 15 of those kids don't speak English, so needed personal attention. So now what they're doing is taking extra teachers, putting them in to teach these kids to try to bring them up to speed. It is a cyclical problem that is bringing our students back down to stupid. We, we can't teach stupid, okay? I just, I'm so frustrated with what's going on. They talk about, oh, critical race theory in the schools. Hmm. If you're not teaching critical race theory in the schools, then why is it necessary for somebody to get a subpoena to see what your curriculum is? Huh. If I'm not doing something, I say, come on in. If an officer says to me, pulls me over at a traffic stop and I have nothing in my car, and he says, can I search the car? I say, sure. What's the problem? Oh, I'm going to sit on my Fourth Amendment rights? Okay. You're going to look at something and you're going to say, this is dumb or it's not dumb. All right, what we're doing right now, what our government is doing is sinking this country. It is trying to bury our society. They they let these activists like BLM and the rest of these knuckleheads get out in front of something and make it seem like it's an issue. Now, how many people know a multi-million dollar purchase from a BLM starter? She bought a couple of properties for her home. Okay, multi-million dollar home with the $20 million Nike gave her and the, all these other companies were donating to BLM. Why? Because it was expeditious for the time. But they never, ever looked at what these, what these organizations were doing. They're trying to destroy America. And when you fund people who are trying to destroy America, you are treasonous. 
you are trying to destroy America yourself. You might as well take out your guns and shoot Americans, which is what they're doing. And what they're doing, the I other started topic. to say, yeah. You uh, know, I, excuse me. I, I just, I can't get over some of the stupid things that our government has lied to us about with this illegal alien problem. From Mallorca's telling us the border's closed, which is a complete lie. If the border's closed... How is two million illegal aliens crossing into the United States happening? This is the most we've ever had, ever. So are you either telling me one of two things? You're either telling me that the entire government is defective and it's, it, it, it's, its consequences are killing Americans, but they're either defective or they're incompetent. Something's not right. If you're telling me the border's closed and two million people are coming in, you're wrong. So there we are. That's just going back to what I was saying before is you're lying to me. You're lying to me straight to my face and doing something completely different. So now we have all these people running around the United States. And when I say these people, please don't take offense. And if you do, grow up. Okay? Get a thicker skin. All right? If somebody called me something when I was a kid, big deal. Grow up. Get over it. It's nothing. All right. We got to stop this. Oh, microaggression. Okay. This is what's killing our kids. You want to talk about microaggressions? Let's talk about the police. Okay. Let's talk about our police. Our police do everything for this society. They are the thin blue line that keep us out of the trash can. They keep the garbage away from most everybody. They stick their necks out every single day to protect us and most of them for very little pay okay they don't do it for the pay they don't do it for the glory they do it because of their obligation and their duty to service to the country they understand that but i am seeing things in this country since january this year there have been 27 police officers shot four officers were killed just yesterday Three officers were shot at in Houston after another one was killed about a week ago. And then wasn't another, wasn't there another shooting after the shooting in Houston? Yep, there was another one. But this all goes back to one thing. Where is the respect? The society is falling apart because nobody respects each other anymore. You know, you always talk about civility. And they used to teach civics in school. We got to stop teaching oppressed and oppressors and start teaching do right by your fellow man. Okay. I'm not saying to get all biblical and I'm not saying to get all religious, but what I am saying is you don't walk up to somebody and punch him in the face on the middle of the street for no reason. And when you do do that, these morons like Gascon and Alvin Bragg in Manhattan, they say, eh, they just knocked you out, you know? It, it has to go back to when did crime not become criminal? If crime is not criminal, then we are at a loss for society. Our society is done. Stick a fork in it, we're done. But when did it get out of control? You know, where did the system go wrong? That's what we need to figure out. And I can point to a bunch of different things. I can point to people like George Soros, okay, Who's going after him? You know how you help, you know how you hate people who do something stupid and do something bad? 
Okay, George Soros is nothing but a thorn in the side of America. He is a billionaire that we have to figure out. And you can't. I'm not. I'm not representing to physically hurt him. I'm talking about the same thing back to the boycott. Okay, figure out what companies he's invested in. Boycott those companies. Make your stocks drop. Okay, go. Let's go sit outside his house and let's chant. Let's go. Let's go have a uh, you know protest. Okay, a mostly peaceful protest in front of his house. The way you hurt rich people is to make them poor. I learned that in the the movie Trading Places with Eddie Murphy. So we need to take, and this goes back to the action. All right, here. Two officers assassinated in New York City. Jason Rivera, 22, his funeral is today. Okay? Wilbert Mora was his partner, 27. His funeral's next week. Killed. By some knucklehead with a Glock, with a 50-round magazine. One of those drum magazines. And I understand that after they were dead on the floor, he continued to fire into their batteries, into their bodies, I should say. They were talking about releasing the videos. I think they should release the videos. I think they should show people what kind of animals that the police deal with, what kind of crazy individuals. They, people don't have a concept of what cops actually do every day. They think for, if you listen to the media, you think cops are just hunting black people. They're running around trying to shoot people. Or they're, or they're in the donut shop. On. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. But you know, you're right. And, and we've been pushing this for, for years that, and I, I would imagine now the way things are that they've done away with it, where you can't do a ride along with a cop. And, uh, if you want, uh, it's probably too dangerous. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, uh, incredible experience. If your town, your city, wherever you happen to live will let you do a ride along, do it on the midnight to seven shift and you'll see things that you just, you won't, you won't believe ever. And it goes from domestic situations to broken glass in a warehouse to, you know, who knows what, but I, I don't know if they've done away with them or not, but I can certainly see in New York and other cities, some of the other cities, and Atlanta, uh, doing away with them because it's become too dangerous. Even though you sign a release, it's become too dangerous for a person to ride along and see what a cop does. I mean, and one of the things that I always find fascinating is that if I'm, I'm associated with a lot of police, and I know a lot of police are friends, and just that, that sense of service that they have, that's why they're in this. They're not in this for the glory. They finally, after 20 years or 15 years, they're making some money. But they're not making enough money for idiots to go out and shoot at them. And here's where it started. I'll tell you where it started. It started about three years ago in New York City when you started to see the disrespect towards officers. Officers were... In Harlem, they were trying to arrest somebody. I remember a particular video that really, really irritated me. Two officers are trying to arrest a guy who just committed a felony. And there are people throwing buckets of water at them, 
throwing water, throwing water bottles at them, throwing the buckets at them, throwing other things at them. And those police officers, in the most consummate professional manner, were not able to do anything. That's when it began. It began when they were allowed to disrespect somebody in the progress of his job. You're trying to effect an arrest. And they just, this guy, Alvin Bragg, just did away with this, which is just bizarre. And I got to tell you, the governor, Governor Hochul out of New York, she has the ability to withdraw his, get him out of there and yank him out of there. I would not wait another day, not wait for another officer to be killed, because then she has blood on her hands. Okay, this is the, the point where this is a breaking point in our society right about now. We are th- we took this defund the police method. We turned it upside down. We took away officers. A lot of them, we lost a tremendous amount of experienced officers because you know what? When you go to work every day and somebody's doing something stupid and they're shooting at you and they're throwing things at you, after 20 years, you don't need that crap. And you retire and you say, screw it. So you lost a tremendous amount of experienced officers. And and you have things like here. An eight-year-old girl, Tara Molina, was shot in Chicago last week. Shot dead by a stray bullet. Chicago's like a shooting gallery. And we had a... Where's BLM? We had a six-month-old killed here in Atlanta by a stray yeah, where, bullet. Where's BLM? Yeah. Where's... They care about black lives? Bulldoinkies. They don't care about anything except going after somebody like cops because they're easy targets. And they go after the shoes. cops because they don't care. The cops have to do their job. BLM doesn't care about black lives. If they did, they would be protesting everywhere somebody was killed who was black. So don't give me that crap that they're in charge of, oh, they're for black lives. That's garbage. That's another selling point. It's just garbage. Just I, I just can't even believe that. The, here, you take that idiot Cori Bush, the representative. Okay? She was a big defund the police. Okay? So I understand that this week her car was shot at. Well, who'd she call? A counselor? Yeah. I hope she didn't call the police. I seriously hope she didn't call the police because you know what I would have done as the officer? I would have said, excuse me, Corey Bush? I'm sorry. We're defunded. Thanks for calling. Click. You know, she's the one who has nine security guards around her. So you're going to come to my house and tell me I'm not deserving of police protection and you want to take away my police? But you want to have nine people. That's garbage. It's absolutely garbage. I, I, I just can't, you know, I, I can't get my head around that. I really can't get my head around that. When these people, in the face of reality, they poop in their pants. But then they get up on their little soapbox and they start yelling, defund the police, they're killing everybody. Except when you need them. You know, a a very good friend of mine once told me, he said, he worked in South Jamaica. And I'll tell you right after, I'll tell you the story right after the break. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. 
You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And I want to thank everybody for listening, and also I want to thank our patrons that are sending in their support on a monthly basis to keep our programming going. It's greatly appreciated, and uh, I'm not going to embarrass anybody by mentioning names, but uh, the list is growing, and we do appreciate. And if you want to become a patron, just go to our homepage. There's a button there that says patron on it you click and you can do whatever you want to from that standpoint now well, one one other thing dave i would love people to support this program because that's how we get our message out without these people who support the station we can't get that message out we don't have public funding we're not an npr station no. we're private and if uh, people don't pay up their voices won't be heard that's true now, let me throw out one other thing that I, as you were talking about the police, and uh, I talked to one of our doctors yesterday that does a show on, on America's Web Radio, and I don't know why America's Web Radio is the only national and international station addressing this, or at least I haven't heard anybody else, any other media address this, but I'm going to address it, and... You know, as you and I talked, we're, we're in a crisis situation from the borders to the economy up and down the gambit. And then with the, uh, killing of the police, we're in another crisis. And just think of the wife that has to tell her husband goodbye every day as he goes off to protect us and then the other my point being is that we're in a national crisis that is about to blow up and it's called mental illness we have cops suffering from ptsd we have more and more people that are having a difficult time handling our situation be it if be it going to the gas pump and paying ridiculous prices for gas or going to the grocery store, paying ridiculous prices for groceries or not being able to get them. And yeah, the bottom line is that the government has failed. It has failed terribly. And we're about to face 
a crisis that will make the COVID virus look like nothing, and that's I, I think we're in it already. Illness. I think we're in it already. I think we're just seeing the fringe of the beginning. We're just seeing it, and it, it, it's right in front of us. You cannot lock down a society, make them fear of everyday life, stress the living daylights out of them, let inflation grow 7.2%, have the feds talk about trying to put the brakes on inflation by raising interest rates, which is going to kill people who have credit card debt, okay? It's going to slow down everything in this economy because you're going to go get a mortgage. Remember, I remember my first mortgage I ever took out was at, I think, 10 or 11%. People forget that. You bought really small houses, okay? And if you didn't have the help of your parents, you weren't getting anything. So you're going to wind up creating even more problems. But they don't, you can't print trillions and trillions of dollars and not devalue the value of what your dollar is worth. I mean, you know, they talk about more spending, more spending. Listen, by throwing all this loose money into the economy, they destroyed it. By shutting down the businesses other than doing something that would have been smart, which is keep the businesses open and learn from other countries, learn what was going on. We panicked. We put the brakes on. You know, I took a racing course for driving a number of years ago. It's a three-day course. And the first thing that we were always told in driver's ed when we learned to drive is slam on the brakes if anything goes bad. Anything happens, slam on the brakes. And the first thing they told you in this racing school was don't slam on the brakes because if you slam on your brakes at 100% braking, you have zero steering. So now what? What are you going to do? You're a projectile. In essence, you're going wherever you were headed before you were trying to get out of it. But my point is... We are heading towards this disastrous result. We're seeing now that because the cops are out on the front line, they're ahead of us in a lot of things. They're the guys who are going to protect us. When the protectors are being shot down, when the protectors are being killed, how long do you think it's going to be before the rest of us are all going to be killed? They're coming for us, and crime must be criminal. Simple. You know, I mentioned this to you uh, earlier, not earlier today, but yesterday. The only truth that I've heard out of this administration came from our Secretary of State, Winken Blinken, that <laughs> couldn't negotiate a soda pop. But he did say something very truthful yesterday. Now, it wasn't just behind closed doors. This was on television worldwide. And he said, as re, you know, regard to what's going on in the world, we really don't have a clue. Now he was basically addressing the Ukraine situation, but he said, you know, with what's going on in the world, and he made it much broader than just the Ukraine, we don't really have a clue. Well, that's what I talked about that last week also. Is this administration is the most lame, reactive administration I've seen. They have never been out in front of any problem. I challenge anyone, anyone, to tell me what problem they have been out in front of. 
Ukraine, for instance, okay? You mentioned Ukraine. And, and that they, is, and wait a second, they should know because they create the problems most exactly. of the time. <laughs> it's like the arsonist going to the fire and forgetting to bring his fire extinguisher so he can put it out. You know, it, it, Ukraine is very simple. Ukraine didn't start there. It started in Afghanistan. And what do I mean by that? People say, well, wait a second, that has nothing to do. No, it has everything to do with it. The disaster in Afghanistan, which, of course, was wiped off the media tray as soon as it got there. Okay, they're they're more protective of Joe Biden than his own mother. So, I, I mean, if not for Jill wiping his butt in his nose, he's in trouble. If the media doesn't pick up behind him. Okay, it's always clean up aisle three, clean up aisle three, clean up aisle five. So when did it start? Afghanistan's surrender. We left $88 billion worth of high-tech equipment and left the country with 13 dead heroes. Everybody took note of that. Everybody watched. Everybody watched the incompetence. And I said this last week again. Not one of these generals was fired. Not one of them resigned. So obviously, they agreed with the pathetic mechanics and process that we're putting forth. I mean, you had people in the Trump administration, hey, they didn't agree with his decisions, they left, or he threw them out. The, the, the appearance of strength is sometimes more important than strength itself. And I don't think... The Biden administration understands that. And and quite frankly, we should not be surprised. This is what went on under the Obama administration when Joe was co-pilot. At least at that point, he had semblance of intelligence. Now it's gone. It's completely gone. I, I just, other than picking out ice cream flavors, I don't think he's got it. So when they debacled, <laughs> they just literally destroyed everything in Afghanistan, including the entire country now. I understand they're having a humanitarian crisis beyond belief. They can't even feed their kids. Nobody. So what do you think is going to happen? Hmm. Hotbed of terrorists? Hmm. Or A, a democracy sprouts. I'm betting it's a hotbed of terrorism. So that set the stage for North Korea, for Iran... But Xi Jinping in China, guess where he's walking into Taiwan, and Russia. When you saw the first soldiers in Russia started to mass along the border of the Ukraine, what were you sending? What, what, like the Obama administration, you were going to send them blankets instead of missiles? They don't understand anything but strength. This is not, you know, the, the you know the Upper East Side of New York. Okay, you can't negotiate with them. You either lob a missile or they see the missiles on the other side of it and you're not going to lob it and they're not going to lob it. They're going to back off. But you know what? We blew that opportunity. So now we're sending missiles and, and lethal aid, so they call it. And then you think that we're going to get NATO to jump on board for this? Ukraine's not a NATO country. I mean, that's that's Russia's big deal. Hey, we don't want Ukraine and NATO because we don't want NATO allies on our border. Well, guess what? When Russia said, we want written answers to our questions, you know what I would have done? You know what Trump would have done? Trump would have taken 
his index finger and his ring finger, folded them up, and stuck out his middle finger and said, we're the United States. You don't tell us you need written responses to questions. What is this, high school? This is the real world. So now he's got the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which I I think Biden's confused as to which country he's supposed to be benefiting. So he turns on the Nord Stream pipeline, getting that ready to go, and the green light's that, but he shuts down all our pipelines, shuts down our leasing programs to the oil companies, and now people are going, well, I don't know why gas went to $4 a barrel. Well, $4 a gallon, I should say. It's up around $80 a barrel. And I'm betting it's going to go to 100 a barrel. So you're looking at things and you're saying to yourself, what did the Biden administration do right so far? It, they've done nothing so far. Nothing right. And I, I can't blame Joe Biden alone because, listen, the people around him are the people who are idiots. Listen, you may have disagreed with Trump. You may have disagreed with the way he handled himself or what he said or what he did. But the people around him were smart. They were savvy. They were very, very straight up. They were very, very straight up. They knew exactly what they were doing. There was no question at all, ever. Do you you think, can you ever imagine Pompeo saying... We don't have a clue. No. No. That would, first of all, that would never happen. And Pompeo wouldn't have let us get in this situation. That's right. Because he would have seen Ukraine as a cherry that they were looking to pick off the branch. And he would have sent everybody over there. He would have sent a very strong message behind and said, don't even try it. Now, we have a problem now because NATO's not going to jump into this. Because you need all of your NATO allies, and guess what? Germany won't even over uh, won't even allow flyover for their territory of any lethal aid. So Germany's got its own issues. They signed on to the Nord Stream two pipeline. They need that oil. We could have we could have done something about it, but since we cut off all our oil supply and all our natural gas, you know. It, Everything that he's done, he's done wrong. It's almost as if he's trying purposely to destroy things. But I was talking about the people around him before. You know, you you look at Pete Judah or Buddha Judge, Buddha Judge, whatever it is. You know, Mister Mister Mom. So here is our secretary. Okay, this is one of the highest positions in our government, right? So. He thinks that climate change is his existential threat as the transportation secretary. Well, I beg to differ with him. In Philadelphia today, while Biden was on his way over there to give a speech, a bridge collapsed. Now, I would suspect that the, oh, I don't know, probably 80% of our bridges in the United States are defective in some manner and structurally defective and deficient, that they might need some attention. But no, 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 no. Let's talk about climate change. You know, listen, it's all good to be green, but when your bridges and everything else around you is collapsing, you need to step up to the plate and figure it out. You need to say, hold on. We need to take some of that green solar panel money and put it into our bridges so that our cars can drive over them and the trucks can drive over them and maybe... By the way, let's not talk about the supply chain. 
that's broken. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a short break. And what will happen is after this, we'll continue on the Russia Ukraine and we'll get into a little bit of human rights. You've been listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio. This is David Donaldson with the Atlanta Healing Center, conveniently located in Lawrenceville, Georgia. At AHC, your success is our goal. Addiction recovery is about more than just not using. It's about becoming a whole person and addressing all aspects of your physical, psychological, and social needs. Please call us at 770-696-9862, or you can reach us on the web at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Hey, folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday, 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. And I want to add to what Victor was just saying about uh, being right. If people have been listening to America's Web Radio since day one of the COVID massacre, you would have, you would have realized that we were right from the get go. Our doctors have been right all along. And yet we were taken off of YouTube, taken off of Facebook because we told the truth. And now the truth is coming out and it's exactly what we've been saying since the beginning in March and of 2020. Now, with that being said, we still have not been able to get the personnel records in St. Louis, that building open so veterans can get their records. This is, it's terrible. It's worse than terrible. And they blame it on COVID. So I'm sick of COVID. Let's get over it, folks. And let's start, if we have to, Let's do exactly what Mark was saying, protest. So with that being said, let's get back to Mark the Shark and a bite of reality only on America's Web Radio. So now that we're back, you know, I tried to think of some of the things that that we were doing during the break and, you know, the border crisis, the Ukraine crisis. And you said it before, all created by the Democratic Party, all created by this administration. You know, here, we're looking at the Winter Olympics starting. Where did the IOC put the Winter Olympics? Let me see. Where did, where did COVID start? Although some of those emails now with Fauci, Fauci's ideas and his kind of involvement in that whole deal not looking so good right now. You know, I guess at some point we may find out that Fauci knew everything that was going on and he knew it was a lab leak, you know, and everybody got tossed out for saying it wasn't a lab leak or it was a lab leak. I think you need to hold those people responsible. And that's how you're going to get this to stop. You know, you can't hit people in the pocket, then you can't get your effective government. 
So we looked at the Chinese and Uyghurs. So let's look at some of the organizations that support the Uyghurs. The NFL, the NBA. Well, let me ask you this. I don't see any Black Lives Matter protests. That organization, they only care about black lives. They don't care about genocide. They don't care about any of that. Now, we talked about a mechanism for straightening out on the conservative end, the pushback. If you don't push back, this country is done. I just understand that One America was dropped off of DirecTV. Now, why do you think that that happened? Because a bunch of knuckleheads in the liberal Looney Tunes, they jumped up and down and they sent letters and they protested. Hey, conservatives, I would suggest you send a letter to DirecTV and drop the service today. Hundreds of millions of you drop the DirecTV service these companies have to understand, and I'm not just pointing to DirecTV, I'm talking to all of these companies who want to take a political position. You are going to lose half of your clientele. Half of us are going to stop, stop, stop using and going to your retail stores and buying your products. If we don't do that, we it, exactly what's going on right now is happening. The left loonies are running the show. They are telling the companies what you're going to do and what they're not going to do. That's a really sad, that's a North Korea thing. Okay? North Korea tells companies what they can and cannot do. China tells them what they can and cannot do. Folks, if you think this is America, you better step up to the plate and take a big swing. This is not going to work if we allow the Looney Tunes to control your companies in this country. It's just absolutely, it's time for conservatives to get organized and start to flush out the cancel garbage. This is the stuff that's poisoning this America. And and I can tell you, if it doesn't stop, you think that Russia's just going to take over Ukraine because they want it? No. Putin wants to reconstitute the old Soviet Union. I mean, why is it that the Biden administration can't understand this? And Mr. Blinken Winken, clueless. That would best be this administration's description. If you look up Biden administration, probably in Merriam Webster's dictionary, the first word you'll see is clueless. The second word is probably inept. And the third is inconsequential, except for the fact that they want you to lie about that. Everything this administration does and everything that their secretaries are doing are destroying the culture of America. Listen, and I and I tell you this every week, in order to form a more perfect union, we did not claim we were the perfect union. Okay? Yeah, we got some bad stuff in our history. All right? But tell me, who among you who has not sinned throw the first stone? There's not going to be nobody throwing rocks. No one should be throwing rocks because everybody messes up. But let's talk about, again, I'll go back to what I was talking about before is did some research. And the U.S. Code 8 of the U.S. Code Section 1324 says bringing in and harboring certain aliens. And it's very interesting. It's a criminal code. And it says... Knowing 
that a person is an alien brings to or attempts to bring to the United States in any manner whatsoever such person at a place other than a designated port of entry or place other than as designated by the commissioner, regardless of whether such alien has received prior official authorization to come to, enter, or reside in the United States, and regardless of any future official actions which may be taken with respect to such alien. Okay? Knowing... Section 2, knowing or in reckless disregard of the fact that an alien has come to, entered, or remains in the United States in violation of the law, and this is important, transport or moves or attempts to move, to transport or move such alien within the United States by means of transportation or otherwise in furtherance of such violation of law. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen of the United States jury, Where are the impeachment papers? Where are the impeachment doctrines? Where is the cause for impeachment? Our government, the administration of Joseph Biden, is violating Section 8 of the USC, Section 1324. He's in violation. It just, I I just can't understand. It's a conspiracy. It's done in the dead of night. And the fact that Jen Psaki gets up to the podium and says, we were bringing them to a deportation center. Uh-huh. So you brought them from Texas. You flew them to Westchester to a deportation. That's interesting because you let them go once they got to Westchester. And it's going on all over the United States. But for some reason, nobody has done anything about it. And, and honestly, I got to tell you, I am very disappointed in the Republicans, completely dismayed by their inability to do anything. Their messaging sucks. Their ability to stop illegal actions by this government is useless. It's, it's not existent, I should say. I would say it sucks, but it's non-existent. It, it's not even there. So what do you do now? As the people of the United States, they are sheltering and commuting illegal aliens all over the states. You know, what do we do? Hey, okay. Mark, if I can, one, the only, only person that I know that's doing something, and that's the governor of Texas, Abbott. And, um, he doesn't mind calling it like it is, and he's doing something about it. Texas is building the wall. Okay. Be that as it may, I guess I get very upset with our media in that they will acknowledge, just like you pointed out, in the middle of the night, these illegals are being flown here, there, and everywhere. And yet our politicians, you know, when we're flying them here, there, and everywhere, that makes it a national problem. And any state that thinks they're going to get away with not doing anything and accepting these people, they're fooling themselves. And we've got... In essence, we've got a every national state crisis. is a border state now. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they're fooling themselves if they don't think bad isn't coming in that plane or bad isn't coming in that bus. You drop a person off that's broke, only has the clothes on their back, has no job, they have to eat, 
And if they have a family, they have to somewhere or the other support that family. What are they going to do? They're going to break in your house. They're going to commit a crime. And what happens after they commit a crime in New York? Nothing. They get a pat on the butt and told to leave. They're not going to get that. They're out of the police station before the officer is done with the paperwork. I watched a video the other day of a Rite Aid in Manhattan. The guy took two bags of stuff right out past the quote-unquote security guard for Rite Aid. Now, guess what they've done? Rite Aid has closed that store down. Thank you very much, Alvin Bragg. So when you people vote for these knuckleheads, you are going to, what is it, the saying is live by the sword or die by the sword? You know, what's the problem with suppression of voting? There is none. But you would think that there was suppression of voting if you listen to the mainstream media. So if all these people who are, quote-unquote, marginalized are being suppressed, how is it that all the idiots are getting into office? So was Joe Biden elected by a suppression of votes? How about your representative in Georgia? Was he elected by suppression of votes? Well, it would seem to me that the only votes then that would be suppressed would be the conservative vote, not the liberal loony vote, because they're apparently getting in who they want. But once again, you know, this show is all about what's happening in this country. And what's happening in this country is your country. You need to take back your country. You need to get involved. You need to stop the lunacy because the left is well organized. Well, I'm going to end it here and I'm going to let you think about it the rest of the week. You've been listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.